Yo, what the fuck is good? It's your boy. Welcome to With Love. I just got to say huge shout out to all my listeners, all my followers. I love y'all so much. God bless y'all for real. May God continue to bless, protect, guide, and instill wisdom within all of you. Within all of you, all you need is God. Literally, literally, prayer is the most powerful thing on this fucking dunya, in this illusion, in this world. None of it's real anyway, but prayer is the realest thing we got. I just want to take a second. Shout out God. Thank you for the beauty in my life. Thank you for the information, the intelligence, the connections, the people you bring me. Oh my gosh, they are the best of the best. Thank you. I am eternally grateful for all the amazing friendships in my life, all the love, all the opportunities, all the level ups, all the evolutions. Baby, thank you. Yes, we looking mighty fine out here. Okay, body looking real right, real tight. Ass getting bigger. Baby, tummy getting flatter. Abs getting tighter. Mm, shoulders getting wider. What the fuck is good? God, I love you. And let me tell you, this intuition. Oh, shit, bitch. She getting so strong. God is so good. I want to talk about a few things today. I want to talk about the Grammys, my personal life, because I've had a lot of personal revelations lately, and I would like to solidify them in this safe space that I get to call my podcast. Also, before I continue, huge fucking shout out to all of my guests on season two. I just received my Spotify wrapped, and I am beyond grateful. I am so energized and inspired it's it's um it borderlines a miracle i just i have so much gratitude and appreciation and deep respect for all of you all the guests that i've had i'm in awe at what we were able to create i'm just so thankful there's so much beauty i am so thankful so to start grammys fuck the fucking grammys listen both of them i don't know if there's more than two all i am aware of are the Grammys and the Latin Grammys. But I think the fact that Rosalia won Latin Grammy Album of the Year over Un Verano Sin Ti by Bad Bunny is complete fucking bullshit. Because I couldn't even listen to that whole Rosalia album without getting a headache. Because what the fuck? No, 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 no. This is why I need to have my own award show. Because Un Verano Sin Ti was a global phenomenon. Like... Bad Bunny numbers. What the fuck does Drake say in that new 21 Drake album? I can't even remember what song it is. The album dropped when I was in Maui. So I listened to the whole thing on a beach in Maui. (laughs) But he says something along the lines of, it's a robbery. Those are Bad Bunny numbers. You know, because his numbers are fucking insane. He just broke world records and then broke his own world records broke stadium records broke album release records broke streaming records is the most streamed artist on spotify three years in a row 2020 2021 and 2022 come on el conejo bad bunny come on that is the man what put some fucking respect on his name released in a movie this year did you guys watch bullet train with brad pitt 
the Bad Bunny cameo was obviously my favorite. And his character is so sexy. And oh, Bad Bunny just, Bad Bunny could just get it. Mm, God bless. Real quick. God bless. Shout out. Shout out God for the buns. Shout out God for Bad Bunny. <sighs> it makes no sense. It makes no sense how he lost album of the year at the Latin Grammys. And it's also frustrating that Rosalia isn't even Latina. She's European. And I understand that in order to be qualified for the Grammy nominations for album of the year specifically, you need at least 50% of your album to be spoken in Spanish. I get it. I get it. That's where her fan base is at. Sure, I get it. It still doesn't make sense to me how he lost that category. I think he won six Latin Grammy categories. It's still not enough. Like, what the fuck? What global impact does she have other than sharing her ugly ass face, chewing gum with the fucking internet? What the fuck else is this chick about? I'm just not with it. Speaking of Grammys being full of shit, what the fuck is all this Nicki Minaj drama? The fact that Nicki hasn't been properly appreciated by the Grammys just goes to show how invalid the Grammys are. Because everyone with the fucking brain knows Nikki is the fucking queen of rap. And it's not even a question. Look at that pen game for an artist to not be signed to a 360 label to maintain her to maintain her skills. Like this bitch can fucking write. She writes her own raps. Don't fuck with the Nikki, goddammit. For an artist to be of that magnitude, to have this type of global impact. Because you know when she's dropped Super Freaky Girl, the whole fucking world was shaking. Before she even released the track, she released a snippet on TikTok and it got to the number one most used song before the song even fucking dropped. Come on, put some fucking respect on these artists' names. Nicki was not nominated for best rap song. Not for Do We Have a Problem, not for Bussin', not for Blick Blick, not for Super Freaky Girl. And it's all bullshit. You know, the Grammys are so full of shit that they even removed Super Freaky Girl from the rap category. Although all of that song is fucking rap, especially the second verse. They removed Super Freaky Girl from the rap category and put it in the pop category. However, they included Lotto's Big Energy, the live version of Big Energy in the rap nominated category. If Big Energy is rap, why is Super Freaky Girl pop? Make it make fucking sense. The fact that Nicki... This is why I love Nicki Minaj so much. She does such a great play on her own work. Nicki used an old verse, an old eight bar flow from her boss ass bitch remix, which came out fucking years ago and is still a banger. She remixed her own fucking verse and used it to start the second verse of Super Freaky Girl. I don't know if y'all barbs caught that. When she first dropped Super Freaky Girl and I heard the beginning of the second verse, bitch, I screamed 
No, I screamed with the biggest smile on my face because to me, as a consumer, as a lover of Nicki music, that was such a, it was a moment. It was a moment that only Nicki could have created because it was like, yes, it brought me back to boss as bitch days, but it also brought me to like OG Nicki, like fuck all this drama shit, bitch. I'm going to spit my shit. I'm going to talk my shit and I'm going to back it up because it's all facts anyway. Pull up the receipts, pull up the pictures. F R E A K, bitch. I just, I need to listen to it like right now. Hold on. I need to listen to Super Freaky Girl right now and just play this. I need to play here. We're going to listen to the Boss Ass Bitch remix. And I'm going to show you where Nicki Minaj remixed herself. Because this deserves a fucking, this is a moment. This is a whole fucking moment. And you know me and my fucking Nick. Pussy take it, pussy. If you got it, smoke it. If you got the water, drink it. We staying hydrated out here, okay, baby. Mm. Mm. Hey, I'm, I need to drop my own boss. Ass. Yo, Nicola, what's good? When are we gonna drop our verses to boss ass bitch? When are we gonna do it? When are we gonna shake the world some? <laughs> right here. What the fuck, this ain't Chanel, nigga, custom down. What the fuck, I ain't smoking, how bust me down. You the same kind dude that was running me down. Now you all up in the stores cause you wanna be down. I said, rolling the bow, wanna be a boss ass bitch. Never let a clown dude try to play you. If he play you, then rule number two. Fuck his best friends and make them yes men. Hey, get a dick pic and then you press send. Hey, send a red heart and send a kissy face. Tell him that his friends of how your pussy tastes. And that's rule three. I'm the school T. My wrist look like I am a jewel thief. But that's just cause I am a boss bitch. Now macaroni cheese and grill my swordfish, bitch. Now, super freaky girl. Let's get it. Verse two. I'm telling you, only Nicki Minaj has the power to do what she did in this motherfucking song. Girl. I am I'm still screaming. Uh, uh, let's go. Shout out to Sag Queen. Bitch. Bitch, bitch, are you fucking ready? Let's go. What the fuck is saying? Don't get custom down. What the fuck is saying? Burberry custom brand. He said, Cause he's a wolf back when he touched it down. And he said, Do that pussy purr. I said, Yup, yeah, hold up. Fuck boys, you don't need for you to roll up. And if you be able to tap, you stole it. Keep these bitches on their toes like Manila. Be on the lookout when I come through. Ball up. Out. Uh, cause what the fuck did Chanel dude custom down like what the fuck the same Burberry custom brown he said could you throw it back when he touched the ground and he said do the pussy purr I said yup meow holla listen when Nicki Minaj dropped this fucking song my fucking mind lost it I fucking lost it and then a few days later Chili's had Barb's Day bitch and I fucking lost it and then she dropped the Super Freaky Girl remix bitch I fucking lost it and then she dropped the Super Freaky Girl queen mix bitch I am still fucking losing it. I am so inspired. I'm so inspired. The impact that this woman has. So if that right there is not rap, I don't know what rap is. Is my whole fucking point. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Because Miss Nick Minaj deserves some fucking respect. Because there's no one putting out tracks like she does. No one. You get Nicki on a verse. 
for any song, you know that song is going to fucking chart. You know that song, those numbers are going to go the fuck up. And that also means that that money, it gone, you're going to get that check. You're going to get that Nikki check. You're going to get that Minaj check. And you're going to know it. I'm telling you, put some fucking respect on this girl's name. Fuck the Grammys. And you guys know how much I love Beyonce. I'm a ride or die for Beyonce. As a matter of fact, Renaissance is a phenomenal album. No skips, no skips, no skips. Plastic on the sofa? Bitch, no skips. Replay. Cuff it, bitch. Run it back, bitch. Pure. Oh, when I first heard pure, everything in me, it's like Beyonce just knows. God knows what we needed, and we needed that. We needed that so bad. Oh, bad bitches. To the yes, to the left, baby. Money, bitches. To the right, mm. You could be both, meet in the middle, dance all night. Yes, take it all off, just a little, if you like, it's pure. Why? It should cost a billion to look this good. Oh yeah, bitch. I'm telling you, I know the clubs haven't been playing Beyonce because she hasn't dropped the visuals or the any music videos to any of the songs. I get it, I get it, but I'm telling you, as soon as the clubs start bumping Renaissance, my ass... I'm going to be on a stage. I hope by that point, I'm dancing for a club. You know, the last time I was at a club, Super Freaky Girl came on. I had to make some room for me and I had to bust it down a little bit. And one of the workers who was around selling jello shots came up to me and he's like, dude, you can fucking dance. Like everyone's been watching you all night. And I was like, y'all need to get me a job here already because I'm not trying to do this for free no more. Because every time I come in this building, I shut down this motherfucking dance floor. I shut it down. And he's like, you're right. And we're having auditions soon. So what's your information? And then we exchanged information. And that's how you get yourself a job, baby. Okay? So I know it's coming. I just hope that by the time I hit the stage, Renaissance is bumping. So I can really shut that motherfucker down. I bring all that up because Beyonce is the most nominated for the Grammys this year, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. I think she's the most nominated with nominations in the album of the year category record of the year category um and so forth and it's interesting to me how this is going to play out because bad bunny and beyonce are both nominated for album of the year and let me tell you if neither of those two artists win i am officially never watching the grammys ever again because what the fuck at some point, you got to be real fucking realistic. If something happens to Beyonce, like when she lost to Beck for album of the year, I'm going to fucking lose it. It's like they don't appreciate culture. They don't appreciate truly what the artists are bringing to the table. There's just no one else like them doing it as good as they're doing it. To, in my head, because you have to go through it from an artist's perspective. So you got to... Not only create the sounds, create the lyrics, embody a specific energy that you want the song to resonate with, but you also have to piece it all together and make them all fall on the same string so cohesively that it just fits. Make everything so different, so distinct, so... Like, every track is its own vibe, but to make them all cohesive and all work together and all sound so good like wow that's amazing to me and they should be recognized and they should be respected for it so if they don't fucking win 
I'm done. I'm done with the Grammys. I'm already upset that Nikki's not nominated once. Listen, and if Nikki drops that NM5 in 2023 and does not get nominated next year, bitch, riots, riots. We're hitting the streets. No, fuck this. Like, for real, what the fuck? Come on. I, this is why I need to have my own award show. And I already spoke with Chikaya and I already spoke with Nora. We're going to have our own, inshallah, you know, God willing, we're going to make our own. We're going to have our own tings because we need it. We need it. We need to be the ones who are choosing who deserves the awards. Fuck these fucking committees. Fuck these Grammy committees who could be bought off. Nah. Yo. I just got my title rewind of 2022. My most listened to songs of 2022. And I'm scrolling through it and tell me why every single song from Renaissance and Un Verano Sinti made it on this list. Also, all the Nicki singles from this year made it on this list. Wow, who would have thought? I'm just like, you know me. I'm consistent. If there's one thing about me, it's consistency. Okay, baby. Consistent on my own timeline, not on anyone else's. Uh, dude, I have all Nikki tracks on here because, duh, because, duh, Nikki is never going to get old. That's just like, it's not a thing. Okay, so that's my music rant for today. I just am really upset with the Grammys. Like, how dare you fucking do Nikki like that? And it just, like I said, it just doesn't fucking make sense to me. That artist, she's, she's the best. Easy, hands down. <laughs> hands fucking down especially compared to lotto and the only reason i'm comparing her is because the grammys wanted to compare them like let's be fucking real how are you gonna nominate big energy and not super freaky girl let's be fucking shall we pull up the record sales shall we pull up i'm pretty sure Nicki minaj's compilation album that she released earlier this year because of her vma performance has sold more copies than lotto's debut album and let's not forget the pink friday is the most successful selling debut album from any female rap artist even today let's not fucking forget nikki's roots come on now put some respect on my girl put some respect on miss sag ah the audacity now something else i want to talk about um and i'm only going to talk about it in this kind of like nonchalant way because i have no other idea of how to talk about it Um, I just need to get it out of my system, get it out of my body. And so here's my thing with drug abusers. Here's my personal thing. I have loved a lot of people who have gone down the route of abusing substances. And I've also lost a lot of people due to their substance abuse and I'm recently experiencing a situation where I'm losing someone again to their extreme substance abuse and it's left me feeling very confused and I feel betrayed I I'm quite upset, but I know that it's not my personal opinion that matters. I know, you know, 
other people are only in control of their lives and their lives only. Just like I'm only in control of my life and my life only. So I can't force anyone to be different than what they are, but it's just upsetting to watch someone go from being so dedicated to getting clean and getting better to to going right back to their drug. Relapsing is the word that I'm looking for. It's upsetting to watch someone relapse. And um, I'm a I'm a communicator. I need to talk about my feelings in order for me to understand them. Oftentimes, I don't understand what I'm feeling until I try to explain what I'm feeling out loud. And then I realize that I'm either not feeling that way at all or I'm just being extremely dramatic or it's deeper than what I think I'm feeling. Sometimes I try to like sugarcoat things and try to convince myself that they're not as bad as they actually are when in reality they're like horrible. And so instead of navigating through these difficult thoughts on my own while I bartend, I like to communicate with my regulars and tell them what's going on in my life to get their feedback Because, um, like I said, God brings me the best of the best, always. And I feel that so strongly in my daily life. There's not a single place that I go where I feel um, unwelcomed or unwanted or I can't find my people. I'm very thankful for that. I'm always guided towards my people or my people always just show up and they find me and it's like, hey, cool. Now I know, like, we can hold space for each other. But yesterday I was talking to one of my regulars And I told her that I had been spending a lot of time with this guy, kind of developed feelings for him just because we were in such close proximity with one another. Like we shared a bed for more than a month straight Um, and I don't sleep with just anyone. So to allow someone into my home, into my bed, into my environment, into my life, it meant a lot to me. And I thought that that love was reciprocated and I'm finding out slowly but surely that it never was. And so that's also kind of very upsetting for me. Um, Like how, like being as smart as I am, how did I allow myself to give so much of myself to someone who doesn't respect me, who can blatantly lie to my face and think that that's okay and think I'm still gonna love them the same way. Like, no, I'm not someone you can disrespect. I have much more value than that. I am worth so much more than that. And I'm kind of getting myself out of this delusion, this this mind fog, if you will. Uh, and I was explaining all of this to my regular and I told her that, uh, yeah, I'd been seeing this guy. Good friend of mine. Was a good friend of mine. But he can't stop snorting cocaine. Just cannot give it up. And... The latest revelation is that he has now been exposed to fentanyl. And instead of removing himself from the people who are distributing this to him, mind you, he was given fentanyl unknowingly and still went back to the same people, to the same person. I was telling her, now he's doing fentanyl. And the other day he called me after getting a surprise dose and he ended up throwing up all night, looked pale as a ghost, said he was scared for his life. And when I was sleeping next to him that night that he took it. So to be transparent here, what happened was 
I was out clubbing with some friends. I texted him and I was like, hey, what are you doing? He said, yo, I'm feeling some type of way right now. Where are you? I want to go see you. So I sent him my location and he said, okay, I'll be there in a few. An hour later, he shows up, doesn't have money to get in the fucking club because apparently he's fucking bumming it right now, which should have been a red flag for me. But anyway, I pay for him to get in the club. And as soon as he comes in, he gives me this huge hug. And he's like, dude, I'm just so happy to see you right now. And I looked at him, I pulled myself off of him and I look at him and I was like, what's wrong? Like, what happened to you? And he's like, the bitch gave me fentanyl. And she gave me a dose so high, I, I don't feel like myself. And I just felt so bad for this dude. Like, in my head, I'm like, why the fuck are you still hanging out with this stupid, fucking, bummy, ugly, crusty, dusty bitch? Who obviously doesn't even care about her own life. So the fact that you think she cares about yours is fucking insane to me. But whatever. Like, why are you doing this to yourself? Have you no love for yourself? Have you no respect for yourself? And he's like, I'm never going back to this bitch. I I never want to feel like this again. Like, this is the worst that I've ever felt in my entire life. Saying all these things. And uh, then after that night, I spend two days with him. Talking with him throughout the night. Making sure that he's, like, mentally okay, you know? Because when something traumatic like that happens to you, I know... And he's an Aquarius. So I know as a fellow air sign, we need to talk about things. Like we can't just leave them under the rug and and still go about processing them. Like, no, you need to feel things to process them. You need to sit with these emotions to process them. And so I sat with him for fucking hours. For fucking hours. And then two days later... When he was supposed to be giving me a ride home, instead, um, so, sorry, I'm butchering this. I'm rolling a joint also. If you got it, smoke it. You know the fucking vibes. What's good? After he was given fentanyl and I stayed with him for two days, I needed a ride home from work one day. And he was supposed to be my ride. He actually offered to be my ride. He said he would be more than happy to do it because he owes me. Because for over a month, I'd given him rides to and from work. So it's only like natural that he'd return the favor. You would think, right? But instead, he drops me off at work. And two hours into my shifts, he texts me and he says, Hey, can you find a ride home? And instead of arguing with him or, you know, making him live up to his word, I just texted back for sure because that's all you're gonna fucking get from me because what the fuck like don't offer to help me if you don't want to help me if you're not going to be there that's like really bummy crummy musty dusty behavior and i don't deserve that so i called my best friend des one of my best friends and she comes to pick me up we're driving home on 101 and i pass this motherfucker's car on the freeway I'm in the passenger seat. Dez is driving. So I tell Dez to slow down. I just tell her, slow down. I just need to see it from my own fucking eyes. So she does. And we wait for them to catch up. And when we get right next to them, I peek over. And this piece of shit Aquarius, who just got drugged by this bitch a few days ago. This piece of shit Aquarius is driving in the passenger seat. And his stupid fucking drug-addicted bitch is driving his car. 
He's in the passenger. She's behind the wheel. He's in the passenger because he got a DUI a few months ago and has a restricted license, and he was probably drinking that day. So she's driving his car. How pathetic do you have to fucking be to go back to someone who drugged you, drugged you so bad that it left you puking the rest of the night? How stupid do you have to fucking be to do that? So... I told the regular at my bar top yesterday about all of this. And you know what she told me that had me like, that stopped me in my tracks, that really solidified something very powerful for me? You want know what she told me? She said that when you try to help someone with a drug addiction who doesn't want to help themselves, All you are doing is delaying their fall to their personal rock bottom. They still need to hit rock bottom. They still need to wake the fuck up and realize that what they're doing is not healthy. Nothing that I say or do or contribute to is going to do that for them. If anything, my influence, me trying to help, me being a source of comfort is only delaying their fall to their personal rock bottom and I can't do anything about that once she said that I had prior to her saying that I had tears in my eyes and after she said that everything dried up everything dried up she's right I am just I'm not helping him as much as I think I'm helping him I'm not helping him the lessons that he needs to go through. Obviously, he hasn't woken up. (sighs) Maybe it'll take for him to almost die to realize that the path that he's on is not a righteous one, but that is not my job. And it it is also not my job to bear witness to him ruining his own life. And I also don't want to be a part in it. I'm a huge believer in energy. And listen, bitch, if you're fucking around with crusty, dusty, musty, drug-abusing people, I don't want anything to do with you. Don't touch me. I won't even fucking look at you. You don't deserve for me to look at you. No, you don't. I don't want to see ugly. Haven't you noticed? I'm very particular with beauty. I don't wear makeup so I can attract other people. I wear makeup so that when I look in the mirror, I'm looking at something extremely, mashallah, fucking gorgeous. Bro, you ever see me around a mirror? I am not. Listen, I walk into a room full of people. I am not checking for a single other bitch. I am making sure my lashes are on. Lipstick is fleeky. And face is sitting real right. I'm worried about myself. I am worried the fuck about myself. I don't do things for other people. I do things to maximize my quality of life. Get the fuck out of here. When she told me that, something in me, like, changed. And I don't want to contribute to someone abusing drugs. And listen, let me specify. I love my fair share of legal drugs. Love to smoke marijuana. I love the shrooms. What? Bitch, you ever see me around weed and shrooms? You know I'm on a good one and we're all having a good time. 
Especially we got the music going, the dance hall, the Nikki, the Bad Bunny, the reggaeton, bitch. Get out of my way. We're having fun. That's all we're caring about. We're healing, okay? Shut up. Anything harder than that? Not me. And we know the coke nowadays is just not what it was back in the 80s. Especially after the fucking government like ruined the coke supply got all these minorities minority communities hooked on it like listen the war on drugs was implemented by the government and it will not be stopped by the government that's for fucking sure this isn't me talking out of my ass this is go speak to anyone with the crack addicted family history and they'll tell you the same fucking thing the war on minorities has been very strong and the fact that we elected biden and kamala harris into office knowing all these things still fucking blows my mind yo and i'm not democratic i am not republican i am an independent but bro biden doesn't like black people he's been said this we've been knew this he probably doesn't even remember <laughs> okay i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done you should follow buddyhead on instagram as well as the quietest revolution as well as tabby luna you can't trust mainstream media you cannot trust mainstream media you got to get the information for yourself pick up a fucking book and don't don't only rely on those sources those are just consistently amazing wonderful sources who have kept me updated throughout these last few years and i thank god for those accounts those people behind the accounts every day every day amazing amazing what they're doing those are the warriors those are fucking warriors okay listen another thing that i've realized is that i think i've been really craving a male connection a deep connection for a really long time and so i think i kind of manifested i think i brought this upon myself um and again, I'm a 12th house son, and it's no secret that 12th house individuals, I'm a 12th house son in Saturn. It's no secret that individuals with 12th house placements tend to lean towards work in um, mental health. I think it's because most of our lives were just naturally around those who do need assistance. And so our perspective on life, it's different than one who I would say is naive towards these types of diseases or, or mental illnesses or even lifestyles. Um, yeah, being around drugs is not like something new for me, but I think dealing with this emotional turmoil of actually loving someone who's addicted is kind of new, but it's also not new because we know my Capricorn ex is schizophrenic. And so that whole debacle in and of itself is like, oh, I'm glad I'm far away from that. But now to be falling for someone who's coke addicted and will probably start taking fentanyl soon because the coke isn't hitting hard enough, that's really difficult. I mean, not that the schizophrenic guy situation was easy at all by any means. That's still fucking difficult. And I still pray for him every day. But... It's just another 
it's just a continued theme, I think, in my life. And when I look at the last few months of my personal work, I've neglected a lot of my personal endeavors to help this individual and to just be there for him and also to indulge in my love life. You know, I have needs, I have desires, I have wants, but I'm not getting what I need from this individual. So essentially I'm wasting my time. And I'm not about wasting my time anymore. I'm really now focused on just myself. And if love finds me, cool, great. Love fucking finds me, but I'm not going to try to make it work with anyone. I'm not going to try to make it happen. I'm either respected or I'm not respected. And if I'm not respected, I'm removing myself because you don't deserve me. I don't deserve someone who doesn't respect me. What the fuck? Considering all I give, considering all that I am? No. And it's not even that I ask for a lot. Just don't lie to my fucking face. Respect my fucking boundaries. And be there for me when I fucking need someone. You know, I got in a car wreck a few days ago. Mashallah, everything's okay. I'm okay. My car's gonna get fixed. It's fine. It's material. Everything's temporary anyway. But when I told this fucker that I got that I got in a car wreck, he didn't even ask if I was okay. And that hurt. How are you not gonna check on me? How are you not gonna make sure I'm okay? When I spent months of my life not only helping you secure a job, but making sure you maintained it. Helping you get to and from work. Like, how are you going to do me like that? Disrespect, and I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it one fucking bit. And uh, I just think that my standards after indulging in this situation are much higher. I refuse to be a placeholder. I refuse to be taken for granted. Not me. I'm not the fucking one. And now it feels much easier to cut people off. It really does. I used to struggle so much with cutting people off. I do think I have attachment issues. I'm not perfect. I would... I I always try to remedy situations or reconcile relationships... And after everything I've been through these last few months, I realized that you can't always do that. Sometimes the best thing to do is to just remove yourself, maintain your own personal frequency and stay there. If you're not elevating me, you're bringing me down. And if you're bringing me down, there's no room for you in my life. That's where I'm fucking at. And I don't feel bad for it. And I'm also thankful that the way that I showed this individual love was the best that I could have done. Because for a while, I was unsure if I was capable of loving someone again, of allowing someone into my life so much so that I could be vulnerable and have intimate moments with them and feel like I can trust them. It's been so long since I've like genuinely felt that. And these last few months, I got to put it to test and I got to be my best self. And I got to share love and bring someone into my life. And it felt amazing. I don't regret a single thing, but I'm also not a fucking idiot. So the fact that you fucked me over and thought that I would still hold space for you in my life. Like, you're a joke. You're a fucking joke. You're pathetic. 
You're going to ruin your life with drugs, and I'm not going to stick around to watch. Not my fucking problem. Not my fucking problem. No amount of love can make you choose to be healthy. When you start to take accountability for your own actions, that's when real change can happen. Until one takes accountability for the things that they do for their daily habits, no actual change will ever occur. Nothing changes until you change, until you, the manifester, the creator, the connector to the divine, until you change, nothing is going to fucking change. Nothing. Now, Balenciaga. What the fuck is all of this child exploitation? What the fuck is Kanye doing going on Alex Jones saying that he thinks that there are good things about Hitler? What the fuck is Kim Kardashian doing? Like, (laughs) yo, yo. The fact that she stayed silent on the Balenciaga child exploitation for days and only started to speak about it because Umber went on TikTok and blew the fuck up on TikTok calling out Kardashian colloquium for not reporting on the Balenciaga drama. It's just like the cherry on top. I love Umber so much, but the fact that she's like creating or assisting in this great global shift, like, I mean, I knew she always was, but just to watch it play out right now, it's just amazing. God bless her. God protect her always. But do you see what I'm talking about? Balenciaga gets exposed for child exploitation and one of the main front runners for that brand stayed silent for days and the only reason she spoke up and said anything and it wasn't even her saying it there's no video of her saying anything it was her Twitter team that released a statement on her behalf yeah and if you don't think someone's running her Twitter you're fucking insane this bitch has a manager this bitch has the same manager that Britney Spears had that put her under conservatorship Let that fucking sink in. This bitch, a mother of four, stayed silent over Balenciaga's child exploitation. And they weren't just exploiting children in this single campaign. The deeper you look into it, the more you realize that this fucking demonic behavior has been consistent amongst the frontrunners of that brand, i.e. the designers. Like... This is so much darker than we think that they want to portray. I have seen videos of Balenciaga models holding baby dolls in their hands with bags around their arms. And inside the bags are a bunch of bloody rags and bloody baby toys. How the fuck did that ever get approved? How the fuck did that go over everyone's head? And what's even more disgusting to me is that both Kim and Kanye have walked in Balenciaga shows this year. Disgusting. What's also upsetting is Alexa Demi has not said anything publicly, and she's also one of the big front runners of that brand. Following the success of her show... What the fuck was that show called? 
HBO Max. Why the fuck am I blinking? Euphoria. After the success of Euphoria and Alexa Demi got that Balenciaga deal, she was spotted wearing Balenciaga at every fucking red carpet. Every fucking She was at every fucking Balenciaga show. She even sat next to Kim at one of the Balenciaga shows. Why has she not said anything about Balenciaga? And maybe I'm wrong. I honestly have not kept up with her page. Just because I'm trying to like mute myself from everything of that brand, of that fashion house. It's just disgusting. When are we going to really boycott child exploitation? And this brings me back to one of my earlier 2020 podcasts when we first got into this pandemic about Epstein and the, what's it called? Spirit cooking. You remember spirit cooking? Did you ever do your research on spirit cooking? Did you ever actually look into what they were doing on those islands in those temples with those people? Harvesting children's blood to make them younger. Isn't Kim Kardashian obsessed with maintaining her youth? Wasn't this there wasn't there a procedure, I forget the name of it now, where you can take children's blood and inject it into your face to look more youthful? Isn't this how those memes of the Queen of England before she died? Isn't this how those memes always began? Her main, her still being alive because she's a fucking vampire because she sucks the blood out of children? Isn't wasn't that like already known? You don't think Kim Kardashian's doing this? You don't think Kim Kardashian, Kris Jenner being involved with all of those elitists, knowing all of the same people, being friends with all of the same people, going out, clubbing, vacationing, traveling with all of the same people that were on Epstein's client list. You don't think that word's going to get around? You don't think they're all on the fucking quest for the fountain of youth? You don't think they're all trying to maintain their image? They're all trying to maintain their vain image? What makes you think that? It's deeply upsetting. It's deeply uncomfortable. And as a consumer, I am not comfortable with giving any of my money, any of my energetic attention to these people anymore. At one point in my life, I really loved the Kardashians. I grew up on the Kardashians. I was so enthralled with that show and just the lifestyle and the bouginess, the glam, the vacations, the everything. I once really enjoyed it. And now I'm repulsed by all of it. And Kanye. Hey, there's a lot of rumors going around saying that Kanye has a um, addiction to a certain type of film and forces all of his guests to watch said films with him in his home. And to pretend like they're not just playing in the background. And I think it's quite sick. And although there have been moments where Kanye is right, I think Kanye right now needs help. I don't think he's in his right mind. 
I think he started to go downhill. And, you know, losing your mother, I understand, must have been extremely fucking difficult. Especially after watching that Netflix docuseries where they showed Kanye's early career and how influential his mother was towards him. I get it. Losing her must have been really fucking difficult on your heart. But as soon as the Donda chanting started, I tuned out. Because I'm not about to evoke a spirit, especially the spirit of your dead mother. Because I have no idea what you're doing, why you're doing it, and why it's being distributed the way that you're doing it. I, it just never made me feel comfortable. I don't feel right. Even when I saw Kanye at Coachella for Sunday service, the first big Sunday service he did where he like did the surprise show at Coachella, I was there. And I was uncomfortable. The composition of it wasn't even that enjoyable. The stage, it wasn't that, like, groundbreaking to me. I don't know. I think I've seen better headlining artists do much more entertaining things than what he's done. And I don't need your Sunday service to connect to God. My God is with me always. I'm constant communication with him always, with it always. I don't need a mainstream media artist to sell to me God. I got God. God is with me. Come on. I don't support anything Kanye, anything Kim. And they will not be receiving a single dime from me. It's so upsetting. And I really admired those people at one point in my life. But with the recent things that have come out and with their recent responses and reactions, I'm disgusted. I'm fucking disgusted. And we know that Kim leaked the tape herself under the guise of Kris Jenner. We know that Kim owed Brandy money. I believe it was like $150,000. Miss, miss, um, correct me if I'm wrong. But the reason Kim and Ray J made that sex tape was so that they could make enough money to pay back Brandy. Disgusting. Chris Jenner exploiting your own child. If Chris Jenner can exploit her own children and her children have already been programmed to endure this type of behavior, imagine what those programmed children are programming their children to be like. And imagine what their how they're exploiting their own kids. Did you see North wearing that fucking fetish mask at a Balenciaga show? Did we all see that picture? Disgusting. No Kardashians, no more. Their empire is, follow is falling. It's falling. And I'm a happy bystander watching as it should fucking fall. Children are so precious. They are angels. They deserve to be respected. They deserve to live a life that's not sexualized. Imagine a society where we raise people to truly love one another and to respect each other's boundaries, to not view one another as a piece of meat or a piece of property but as a soul filled with 
endless possibilities. Imagine what type of society you could create then where everyone was aware of their power, the innate power that they were all born with. Imagine if everyone was programmed to be strong and to seek intelligence and to use critical thinking and to treat your body as the temple that it is. Pornography is very scary. It's a very scary thing. And I know I said in one of my other podcasts, I would have done an OnlyFans a long time ago, considering all the money they make. But even now, I retract that statement. I don't think I would ever do... Anytime I get close to starting sex work or doing sex work, my soul stops me. Like, I can't do it. And I love to be in my in my body. I love sexual experiences. But to sell my body, I, I don't think I could bring myself to do it. And as an adult, I'm also just like not interested in watching porn anymore. I think that there's a Like, I feel dirty by doing those things. And I don't want to be dirty anymore. I want, I want to be clean. I want to attract beautiful things into my life. And honestly, the type of lovemaking that I do isn't even in pornography. I'm just too much of a sensual lover to actually, like, enjoy or contribute to anything that's, like, out there. Like, maybe I'm just, like, boring, but, like, a good missionary sex moment with a lot of kissing and hands-on, like, that's good for me. I love, I love just intimacy. I, I love a Taurus, hello, ruled by Venus. Yes, let's make fucking love, but let's make love right with consent and communication and roses and candles and wax and come on sensory pleasure with the music and the lights and the dim and the purple and the come on like I just I need a detox from media I need a detox from people I need a detox I'm telling you, cap season is going to put me in a real isolated bag. But just know I'm going to be working. I'm going to be working. I'm going to be partying with the right people, with good people. I'm going to be leveling up. In 2023, we're coming in so motherfucking hot. Inshallah, I'm going to be around the world. Inshallah. Things are happening. Things are working in my favor. And I'm a happy recipient towards change, towards evolution. All I want to leave with is please be aware of where you're giving your energy to. Everything has an energetic output. Everything has an energetic charge. Surround yourself with love, with beauty, with people who respect you, with people who honor the words that come out of your mouth and don't treat you like you are just nothing. <laughs> It's time to cleanse the body, the mind, the soul. 
And uh, just big prayers out to everyone dealing with any type of struggle. Whether it's you that's dealing with the drug addiction or a loved one, prayers out to you. I hope you find the strength to get clean, to choose a better life for yourself. Because the thing about frequency is all these drugs, except for shrooms, you know, they lower your frequency so fast. These are just life-draining substances. And if you're constantly draining yourself and you're not feeding yourself in any type of way, you're going to drain yourself to the point of death. You will. Don't think you're better than it. Everything is temporary, including this body, this life, your struggles. I'm going to finish rolling up and I'm going to go smoke. I'm going to teach a dance class later tonight. Shout out the girls who be booking me. You know your boy is booked. If it's not one thing, it's another. If it's not makeup, it's dance. If it's not dance, it's bartending. If it's not bartending, it's reading. If it's not reading, it's some other fucking way of making money. And I just got to thank God. It's December 1st. I'm going to update my Patreon and I'm going to send readings out to everyone who I owe a reading to within these next three days. I'm getting back on my shit. I'm so sorry for the neglect. I'm so sorry for putting a man before my people. Never again. Never again. Never again. I'm telling you. I just needed to experience this. I think to know in my heart that this is not the way. And I thank you for holding space for me while I do my fuck shit. But now I'm back, bitches. And it's game time. Let's fucking go. I love y'all so much. It's your boy. We talk fucking soon. More guests coming soon, bitch. We international. 17, 17 different countries, baby. I know that's my fucking right. Let's double it next year, okay? It's your boy. I love you.